everyone. It's your boy, Dave. Your boy. And with me, as always, is the hype man, Shane. I am so fucking hype. He's so hyped. I am hype. And beautiful. Uh, A.K.A. the Shane Bard. That's a good beeping and booping. I I practice it every week. You're so good at it. (laughs) Also with us is rambling man russell hey oh dave how you doing i'm doing good how are you pal i'm good good it's good to hear yeah good to see you it's been a long week it has it's been a long time since we've seen you i know winter got a hold of me last week yeah <laughs> but i was able to break free <laughs> i broke free from that take that winter to uh, break free <laughs> A.K.A. Russell Mania. Oh, yeah. That wasn't actually me this time. This is like, like a crowd. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it now. Oh, yeah. Barry had okay. more, more of a crowd. Fuck yeah. Please. Hi, Barry. Uh... This is the DKP Weekly. It is. We talk about news. Yeah. Movie, movie news. news. Mm. Sometimes talk about trailers. Trailers. Yeah. Video yeah. games. We'll, talk about we, video games. We will talk about video games today. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Emails. Emails. We'll talk about the existence of emails. You've yeah. got mail. We'll talk about you got mail. Nope. I won't. <laughs> no. Maybe next February. I mean, next February. Oh. It's already getting real sad this February. That's not this show, though. No, it's not. Uh, first up, we have Correspondence. That was so good. I'm not even going to walk on your toes. Yeah. I'm so, too so fucking good, it. man. Winter did something to me. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, bud. All right. Up first, Nathan of the Drafty Show. Oh, I know him. Oh, okay. Emailed us. He said, hey, Dave. Hey. If that's your real name. You ruined the ending of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. You know how difficult it is to get Squirrely D to fall asleep? Now we are back to the Hobbit books. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, love smooth. P.S. You still my boy. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm still his boy. His boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined that. Our next email comes from... Hold on. The Hobbit gets away. <laughs> now, the, what gonna, now, what's Doug going to listen to now? They fall asleep. Shitty. Start with the Clifford books. Let's put me right out. He's uh, big and red. Damn, Shane's ruining everything that one. today. Jesus. <laughs> Blue's Clues? It, it, he's blue and like. She's blue? Fit, whatever. It's a girl. I don't know. I never Is watched it? it. Yeah, it's a girl. Well, now you've ruined it, Dave. Wow. Good job. I could ruin the everything. The clues were right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, because you were looking for clues yeah. for that show. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're reviewing next? No. Blue's <laughs> Clues? Can we move on? But Mike sent us an email. Uh, this clues? email is from Psychmyth. Hey, drafty dudes. I gotta admit, I wasn't that interested in the Harley Quinn animated series until hearing you guys talk about it. I figured it was just another bad attempt at trying to make comic book characters funny. I gave it a shot and was pleasantly surprised. Yes. It's really good. It's hilarious. I love hearing Wayne Knight and George, I mean, 
Jason Alexander's voice in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's super fun, it's wacky, and it's got me thinking. Why does this work? Is it because it's animated? Is it because Harley can be a comical character? Is it because it has a cast of people that are actually funny? Oh. I don't know if that was a sideways comment, Mike, but it felt like a sideways comment. I don't think it was. I hope it was. Or it was. Yeah, towards the voice acting cast of Velma. Uh, What I'm trying to get at is, (laughs) why does this work for DC? Oh, damn it. It wasn't. Anyway. Why does this work for DC, who is generally the more serious one between DC and Marvel? And why does Marvel suck at being funny? (laughs) 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 Could, Could Thor Love and Thunder have worked as a cartoon? Could Marvel pull off an animated show like this, or are they too Disney now? I guess She-Hulk might be somewhat comparable. It was actually pretty good, but I wouldn't call it hilarious. Now I'm thinking She-Hulk might have been better if it were more, if it were an animated series. There's just a lot of cringe that I think works better through the lens of a cartoon. Anyways, I know that's a lot of questions. Thank you for getting through my stream of consciousness. Curious to hear your thoughts. Miss you guys, Mike. We, we miss are, you too. Are yeah. we going to say the same thing on the count of three? I'll do it. One, two, three. Hit monkey. Oh, well, you didn't say it. No, that's <laughs> not what I was going to say. I didn't say anything. Uh, Hit monkey. Hit monkey is great. You should watch Hit monkey. Hit monkey is great. Uh, but it also has people that are funny in it. So, yeah. I mean, um, but I was going to say that Love and Thunder would have worked as a cartoon because... Because the your your personal stakes for a cartoon are lower than for a blockbuster movie. That is true. So, like, if if they're building a if they were going to build a animated universe that was supposed to be taken seriously as like a lot of the uh, a lot that was that never mind uh, as a lot of the. Uh, the MCU movies and TV shows have been. Yeah. Um, and, and like the first two Thor movies were, um, and even to an extent that Ragnarok was. Yeah. Um, then it wouldn't work. But if, if like a lot of times, uh, if it's a standalone or if it's part of something that is more of that irreverent, uh, humor type, then it would work. Uh, and it would have worked in that way uh, as a cartoon. And I, I think the reason that uh, Love and Thunder didn't work for me um, was because it, it wasn't paced like uh, com- comically. I don't think it was paced well. Uh, they went back to too, to jokes too many times and stuff like that, where that might be okay in a cartoon. And it, uh, usually a cartoon isn't going to be two hours like, you know, a movie yeah. is. So, like, that, that puts it in a totally different frame of your mind as, as a consumer when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think that would have worked if you had just directly translated that completely to 
uh, cartoon, I, I would have rated it higher than I would rate it as a live action movie. Yeah, probably. I agree with that. I, I also that. could yeah. have seen them getting away with doing like a 10 episode series for that one story arc and oh, fulfilling dude, all okay. of that story. If, if they had, if we're just <laughs> fucking, if we're going off on that, like if they had done a 10 episode, like, uh, God, this makes me want to talk about one of my fucking recommendations this week. <laughs> uh, We're if not they, there yet. Yeah, I know. If we had, if they had done a ten episode uh, show that was just as funny, but also had like the serious parts, because that works better in a show format and in a cartoon format. Um, that that took all of the story pieces that they were using from the comics and had like done them more service and fleshed them out more. I, I think that would have been like one of the best shows that Marvel had done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree with that. So, I, and I, I think the reason that it works for DC is because they have put so much effort into their animated stuff. Yeah. Um and they have they have a lot of uh cred with like the voice actors that they use um and the writing staff that they use cuz I mean they're still there's they still had, you know, Paul Denny on there, you know. Yeah. He wrote some of that shit. He, yeah. he wasn't just credited because he was one of the creators of Harley Quinn. Right. He was actually a writer on the show. Yeah. So, like, when you have the guy that created the character originally actually doing production and doing writing on a show 30 years later, yeah, it's probably going to have... Uh, a good effect on it if it's a good character you know right um so i i think there's a lot of stuff going for the harley quinn show that like a lot of uh like the comedy marvel stuff and marvel animated stuff doesn't have going for it yeah yeah because it's all like afterthought or like side piece projects for marvel yeah whereas like dc is committed to an entire wing of animated stuff right or it was i don't know how it's gonna go now but yeah right but yeah I, th I think that's why it works for them and it doesn't work for marvel um and that's i think that uh love and thunder would have worked as a i get hair on my fucking microphone every day it's from um, the mustache Amen. yeah um but I think Love and Thunder would have worked better as a cartoon. What were his other questions? Well, I'll answer all of them. Fuck it. <laughs> I've been rewatching Harley. Uh, it's pretty good. Could yeah. Marvel pull off an animated show like this, or are they too Disney now? I think they're too Disney. Hitmonkey. Yeah. Oh, I guess Hitmonkey. I guess play. I was answering the second question. Yeah, you were answering the second <laughs> question. But yeah, Hitmonkey or uh, Modoc. Uh, Modoc is pretty adult. Um, I didn't. I didn't like Modoc as much, but I know a lot of people did. Yeah, I Modoc is more like the robot chicken humor. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, but robot chicken is like one of my favorite things that's ever existed. I like robot chicken. <laughs> I also though. like robot chicken. Yeah. And I so, I, so I just didn't care for the Modoc show that much. Yeah. Modoc takes like the idea of robot chicken, but like turns it into like this, this longer, longer storytelling form, yeah. format. 
So, and I appreciate that because some of the jokes in Robot Chicken, I feel like could go longer and are good enough, like yeah. sketches and stuff. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I would suggest like, you know, Mike, if you haven't checked them out, definitely check out Hitmonkey and uh, Modoc. They're both on Hulu. Yep. I watched a couple Hitmonkey episodes and I, I dug it. It's pretty Dude, good. Hit, Hitmonkey's really good. It's hilarious. It's emotional. It's touching. It it's violent. Very violent. It's, it has it hits all the notes. Like it it has depth. Like it it was so good. Shane watched it first and he was like, "No, did you have to watch it?" And I was like, "It looks dumb as fuck." Yeah. And then I started I watching like, nope. it and I was like, I, "I'm glad I watched this. Yeah, you have to watch this it. Is so good. I have to finish it. I still got a bunch of shit I got to watch all the time. Yeah. It never ends. Yeah. Well." Never ends. We talk about entertainment, so it's never gonna end. That's true. Yeah. Everyone's gonna want to be entertained. Yeah. yeah. Until and we, we die. And I, and I mean, you know, when Hollywood does eventually fall, there's still the internet, so. That's true. Yeah. I mean, barring, like, nuclear holocaust, uh, I think <laughs> we're gonna have stuff to talk about forever. Nah, dude. I mean, even nuclear holocausts, at least one lone person is gonna be in their basement still creating a podcast. Us. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Will be the only post apocalyptic podcast there is. Yeah, but we, like no one will hear it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have like our own radio station and what? we're gonna have to fucking ask the courier or the lone survivor to go this ties into Who's, stuff. That's to, Kevin Costner, right? To go like, and like <laughs> to go and like turn our our satellite dish on our radio tower so that uh, more people you know to boost our signal so people can hear our yeah. radio show but also think if we're the last person if we're the last group of people like putting forth recorded history we we i mean we can make it what we want oh god yeah oh <laughs> shit yeah we can the survivor writes history as opposed to the victor uh anyway i would make up so much shit <laughs> uh anyway yeah but that's all i got for uh the emails okay um for correspondence yeah that's it for correspondences so then thanks head, guys headlines uh we we have a different kind of headline section today um hold on but it is headlines headlines uh dcu headlines dcu headlines yeah, yeah. add that uh, one Barry. james gunn and his partner whose name escapes me saffron yeah saffron yeah um Made some pretty I large announcements it. this week. I forgot week. it, like, the whole time I was talking about it last time. <laughs> so I remembered it this time. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is... I'm just going to kind of run down this... Basically, what this is, is this... And I'm amused by the, the title of this announcement. The announcement... Yeah. The title of this announcement is Initial Slate of Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters. Oh, shit. So we're not calling them phases for the DCU. We're going to call them chapters, and they're going to have subtitles. I'm okay with both of those things. Yeah, me too. It like shows monsters. we're going in a different direction. It shows that we're going <laughs> in a direction. <laughs> we're, we have a plan, and we plan to follow it, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. What's a plan? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they didn't have one before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were just like, how much shit can we throw at the wall? Yeah. And the so, wall broke. Well, no, yeah. they had a plan. They had a plan. They were like, in three years, we want to have a Justice League movie. And everybody was like, that's a that's a bad plan. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, 
We're doing it anyway. <laughs> yep. All right. So this is a list of upcoming projects All right. for the DCU. I'm Give ready. it to me, Daddy. All right. Number one, we have Creature Commandos. This will be an animated seven-episode series written by Gunn that is already in production. Originally a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis, this is a modern take on the concept. The How voice actor commandos. <laughs> uh yeah, I want to see monsters fight Nazis. This is my favorite part of this excerpt. Yeah. The voice actors have yet to be cast, but the executives are looking to find people who can voice the animated characters and also portray the live action versions when the anti-heroes t- of the anti-heroes to show up in movies and f- shows. Yeah. All right. We've only been talking about that for four years. Yeah. Like, when we started, we were like, why don't they do, like, a whole animated segment? Like, and that, that like, is in the same universe as the live-action stuff. Yeah. But the animated stuff, they can do, like, they can do the origins, they can do, like, all the little stuff they need to fill in the universe without having to spend all that big money and waste our time making a two-and-a-half-hour origin story. Right. This we, is beautiful. We would appreciate, James, if you would send us like a, a self-destructing message saying that you you got the idea from us. Yeah, you know, so need, that we don't yeah. have any proof, but we just want to know. We, yeah, yeah, we just. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you were make, listening to us, and we appreciate that. Make James. sure that message is like a minute and a half before it self-destructs, so I have time to jerk off to it. Oh, but, yeah. Well, please do. That that means I have to be in the room while you jerk off. But duh. Just close I, your eyes. I, I way you can finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That got weird. <laughs> yep. You made it weird. Yep. <laughs> Continue with the list. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have a show. That is uh, the next show. Uh, this is number two. This is going to be called Waller. Uh, a spinoff of Gunn's own HBO Max hit series, Peacemaker, Viola Davis will return as the ruthless and morally ambiguous head of the government task force. It is being written by Crystal Henry, who did the Watchmen show on HBO Max, and Jeremy Carver, the creator of the Doom Patrol TV series. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there should be nobody not on board with this, because this is going to spin off from Peacemaker. like. Which hopefully inevitably ends up with us getting Peacemaker season two. That would be dope. I hope so. Dope. I love Peacemaker. That was real good. Number three. This one's interesting. Interesting. Superman Legacy. Legacy. The movie featuring the Man of Steel that Gunn is writing and may direct, although no commitments on that end have been made. While the two previous titles are meant to be. Aperitifs. 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 Thank you. Applesauce. In Saffron... <laughs> oh, I thought I was saying words. In Saffron's words, uh, Superman is the true kick of the duo's DCU plans. It's not an origin story, Saffron said. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old-fashioned. A release date of July 11th, 2025 has been penciled in. Huh. Okay. So I, I find that interesting because, like, 
it's been a while since we've gotten that like Superman. Like, mm. I mean, Henry Cavill was like, I liked Henry Cavill as Superman. Don't get me wrong. But like, as far as like, he wasn't really, he was like kind of cold. Yeah. And like, so I don't know. I'm interested in that. And then it also makes me wonder like why they just didn't like have Henry Cavill do it. Like I had, I, when Henry Cavill was fired or let go or contract ripped up, whatever. I was just under the assumption that we wouldn't see Superman again for a while. James Gunn said Henry Cavill was never fired. He was never cast by him as Superman. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if that bodes well. Yeah, that's weird. That does weird. Yeah. But I guess he's, I don't know, it's it's James Gunn. So, like, he just, yeah. he gets, like, tired of hearing something, and he's just like, that's not what happened. Yeah, that's true. So he, like, replied in a way to make it concrete, but in a way that also makes it sound like, I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's super. It is James Gunn. So, I don't know, it's weird, he, but, like, that's what he said. He said, okay. he said he never cast, he was never cast as Superman. Like, okay. in this universe. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, then up next, uh, Lanterns. Uh, Greg Berlanti's long-in-the-works Green Lanterns TV series has been scrapped, and the duo have parted ways with the longtime DC series steward. In its place will be a new take on the space cops with power rings. Our vision for this is very much in the vein of True Detective, Saffron described. It's terrestrial-based. It will feature prominent Lantern heroes Hal Jordan and John fucking Stewart and is one of the most important shows they have in development. This plays a really big role in leading into the main story we are telling across film and TV. <clears throat> okay. So in my head, I see... Oh, I mean, they're cartoon characters in my head, so they're not like live action people because I don't know who the fuck's going to play them. Yeah. I mean, Idris Elba should play Jon Stewart, but agree, you know, whatever. Uh, but I see the cartoon versions of Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart in the live action True Detective car <laughs> in their Green Lantern outfits <laughs> driving down the road. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and Hal Jordan saying some weird fucking existential shit, and John Stewart's like, "Will you just shut the fuck up?" Yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. I'd be into that. Yeah, I like be some lanterns in the vein of True Detective. Weirds me out with this. Like, God, that's fucking what? Yeah. Okay. That's so weird to me. That whole thing. That that one. There's a couple of them. I'm just like. What? This is gonna be weird, and I'm kind of here for it. Oh yeah, I mean, I I'm definitely here for all of this. Yeah. Um. So up next, we have the Authority, a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet that first originated in the late 1990s under an influential imprint known as Wildstorm, Wildstorm. run by artist and now head of DC Publishing, Jim Lee. One of the things of the DCU is that it's not just a story of heroes and villains, said Gunn. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Giant things from the sky comes and good guy wins. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. Added Saffron. 
Uh, they're kind of like Jack Nicholson and a few good men. <laughs> they know that they want that. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Uh huh. The authority's wild. So, uh-huh. uh, uh, is that supposed to be live action? I think so. Oh man, it's gonna be a movie. Oh man, that's gonna be wild, folks. I'd watch it. Yeah. I haven't actually read The Authority, but I have like a general like breakdown of it. So Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Uh you know, maybe. But Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean like all these things could be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh, I don't think they will be though. I fucking hope not. I hope they're all great. I want DC we I've said this a hundred times. I want them to succeed and do yeah. cool shit. Yes. Cause then maybe Marvel will get back on track and be like, Oh, we have competition now. <laughs> uh um up next is Paradise Lost. Uh the duo described this HBO Max series as a Game of Thrones style drama set on the all female island that is Wonder Woman's birthplace, Themyscira. Filled with political intrigue and scheming between power players, it takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. That that could be completely fucking wild, too. Yeah. It could be real dope. That last yeah. sentence bothers me. Before the Wonder Woman films? Like, why yeah. are the Wonder Woman... Why like, do you give a shit about the Wonder Woman films? Those Wonder canon. Woman. Yeah, I don't know. Up next... That uh, was the best part of... Uh, of... Uh, 1984. By the way, I didn't watch that one. Like Linda Carter shows up at the end. Oh shit! Really? It's just like a like a random like a uh, not a stinger. It's like an Easter egg at the end. Yeah, she's like talking to Wonder Woman, hmm. and just like yeah, and I was like, holy shit! Did the, this is like the best part of that movie? Did the song <laughs> go Wonder Woman? I think it had like a. It didn't say Wonder Woman, but it had like a. Uh, the theme underneath or something. Mm, okay. Up next is The Brave and the Bold. This is the introduction of the DCU Batman, said Gunn, of Bruce Wayne, and also introduces our favorite Robin, <coughs> Damian Wayne, who is a little son of a bitch. I thought it was a little sweet potato pie. No. No. Complete opposite. <laughs> He's a little shithead. Can I kill him? No! Can I kill him? No! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be that for however, <laughs> like, the whole movie. <laughs> um, I'd watch that. No, dude, I... I, I uh... Yes! I'm gonna get super excited about all this, and we're gonna get, like, two things in. They're both gonna suck, and then Gun's gonna get fired. <laughs> no! It's not gonna happen, Russell. Manifest that shit. Uh, it's gonna be good. I don't want it to happen either. I I mean like I know I'm like real low energy today, but like fucking get some that goddamn positivity, positive. man. <laughs> Holy That's why shit. I'm here. That's why I'm here. Um the it's movie be great. the movie will Thanks, take inspiration bud. from the now classic run written by Grant Morrison that introduced Batman to a son he never knew existed. A murderous tween raised by assassins. It's a very strange father son story. Yeah. It yeah, is. it is. That's good though. It's good. Could be great. I hope it is. Uh, and importantly, it will feature a Batman not played by Robert Pattinson. So the next, we have the announcement that I was most excited for. 
Uh huh. Because I don't know how many times I've said it. Uh huh. And I know Greg Kinnear is too old now. Uh huh. But I'm sure there's somebody. But. Yeah. Booster fucking gold. Yeah. What? Yeah. A yeah. Booster Gold? Booster Gold. An HBO right. Max series based right. on a unique and lower-tiered hero created in 1986. Saffron said of the series, it's about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero. Gunn described it as imposter syndrome as a superhero. Fuck. That could be dope. Yeah. Are we getting a Blue Beetle then? I mean, we were supposed to get a whole ass Blue Beetle movie. Yeah, there was originally plans for Blue Beetle, but it's not in this. So I don't okay. know. I mean, they might like. But it was. We might get like part of, part of the way through it this. It was the kid that has the whole alien costume. It wasn't uh, Rand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Booster um, Gold, though. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Booster fucking Gold, bud. I can't remember that kid's name. What's that kid's name? Do you remember? I don't remember his name. Is it Reyes? Can't Maybe. remember. You check that out. I'll move on to Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Taking its cues from the recent Tom King written miniseries, this movie project promises to have a different take than what most think of when the idea of Superman's cousin comes to mind. We will see the difference between Superman who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton, and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life, and then come to Earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. Okay. You had me at hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie Reyes. And I was... Uh, I was wrong about the uh, other one's name. The other one's name is Cord, not Rand. Oh, yeah, Cord. And then, Dave, this one's for you. Oh, oh the Blue Beetle it? movie was supposed to come out this year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Just never made it to production. Uh, This says expected August 18th, 2023 in post-production. Oh. So we're still getting it? Until they decide they need to scrap it for tax write-offs later this year. <laughs> Hopefully not. That's speculation, not financial advice. Put, put uh, on screen, not financial advice. Thank <laughs> you. Love you. Are you ready, Dave? I'm excited Are and probably ready? hard already. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing? Yeah. Fuck a horror yeah. film that promises to close out the first part of the first chapter. We going to get John in there, too? I mean, we are getting Constantine too with. That's true. We Keanu are Keanu Reeves, but that oh. might be Elseworlds. Yeah. I think. I think it is going to be. So then we have a separate announcement. <laughs> I'm stoked for Swamp so, Thing. DC Elseworlds is a thing, and this is all of the uh, side side stuff that doesn't take place in the DCU. It's DC. What if? Yeah. Mm. Uh. So right now is just a further confirmation. The Batman sequel, Pattinson will continue to portray the Dark Knight in at least one more crime saga movie directed by Matt Reeves. That movie, the executives revealed, will be released on October 3rd, 2025 and is being titled The Batman Part 2. 
The Batman Part 2? Yeah, The Batman Part 2. Nice. Robert Pattinson. Uh, tw- and then the last statement was, 2025 is going to be a very big year for DC. Uh, Crowed Saffron, um, Superman and Batman within the same year. I mean, individual movies. They need to do that. So, yeah, for sure. That's cool. Should be good stuff. I'm excited for the future of the DCU. Me too. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty big DC guy. It's been a while since I've read anything DC, but yeah. If half of that's good, I'm stoked. Yeah. Right. I, I think, hope it's all I think good. All of it has the potential to be amazing. The way they're laying it out and like why they're laying it out, like we're building. Yeah. Like good. Yeah. Isn't Lobo coming soon too? That's not that's another one. That's of my unconfirmed. Dudes. Yeah, that's a rumor. The only reason that is a rumor is because Jason Momoa is the only actor they've kept out of the Justice League. Uh, they've let everyone else uh, they've released everyone else from their contracts except for Jason Momoa but he, they've said he's not playing Aquaman again it's Lobo yeah yeah it's Lobo but it's the unconfirmed <laughs> right it's unconfirmed unconfirmed the bastard himself yeah yeah I, I love Lobo that, I mean a, a Lobo announcement in there would have just sent me over the fucking moon because there was already like the lanterns thing like what like mm-hmm. fucking yeah. yes give it to me booster give me gold. Hal Jordan and John Stewart please and booster gold what the fuck swamp, swamp thing. thing swamp thing <sighs> you guys remember the old swamp thing from like the Lots 80s of good shit in there the movie yeah I never watched that it's good is it? And by like, I think good. I watched. I mean, it's not great. There's a couple yeah, like of a them, movie. isn't there? It's good though. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah, I believe. I'm a big John Constantine fan. I've read some of the was it Hellblazer yeah. mm-hmm. that deals with him and Swamp Thing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I yeah, like I love Constantine. Same. I've watched all the Constantine stuff except for when he shows up in Legends of Tomorrow because I hate that show. I never watched that, so it's pretty bad. That's real bad. I have some gaming news. Gaming news. Gaming news. Uh, so a little bit, a little bit of backstory. Like, uh, in I don't remember what year this was. 2018, maybe. Um. I didn't have an Xbox anymore. I had like sold my all my <laughs> Xbox stuff, and I was like, yeah, you whatever. Had. I'm not gonna be a console gamer anymore. Um. And I didn't have the money to have like a nice PC, so I I just I played a few things, but not a lot. Um, and Bethesda announced that they were doing like a massively multiplayer uh, Fallout game called Fallout seventy six. I've heard of that. And I was like, fuck, I need to play that. My computer is not going to run that. Uh, and Microsoft came out with a uh new version of the xbox one called the uh xbox one x mm-hmm. and there is a special edition that was a fallout 76 robot white it's yep. sitting over there uh we should have put that on the table <laughs> put it on the table um and uh so i bought it I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to buy a new computer. This is cheaper. I'm going to buy this. It comes with this game. Because it wasn't on Game Pass then. It's only been on Game Pass for like the last year or two. Um, 
it was a it was a sixty dollar game at the time. Um, so I got this new Xbox. I got this new game. I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna fucking play this game. And uh, when it came out, it was buggy as shit. I've heard that, and it was not great. But I love Fallout so much that I played it anyway for a few months. Um, I think I got, I was like a level 100 or something, 120 when I quit. Jesus. Um, I think I got to like 46. Yeah, no, no, no one else in our play group of people got very high. Yeah. Uh, um, I played it quite a bit. Um, so... I haven't played it in forever. Fast forward, um, there was an update in, like a few weeks ago um, that uh, fixed some really old issues, mm-hmm. uh, and it pissed off a bunch of players. Okay. So, um, in the game, you have. Uh, legendary weapons and the legendary weapons come with effects on them okay and the higher uh, tier they have like star ratings like the higher tier weapon you get the more effects that it can have on it okay um, and then you have different weapon classes you have like guns yeah uh, like heavy weapons like rockets and grenades and f- stuff like that and you have energy mm-hmm. weapons um, which is like uh a flamethrower, laser guns, uh, plasma casters, stuff like that. All the different versions of those. Um, and uh, some of the effects don't make sense for yeah. certain things, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's exploding explosive bullets, um, which, you know, energy weapons don't shoot fucking bullets. But they still work the same way, right? They, they shoot a shot, they shoot one shot, like a, like a gun. Yeah. Uh, and... At the beginning of the game, uh, when the game first came out, you could get effects that didn't make sense on certain items. Specifically, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the energy weapons. You could get explosive bullets on energy weapons. Okay. Okay. There were other ones that that didn't make sense and didn't work, but this is the one that matters. Okay. Um, So, it, it... and energy weapons were kind of underpowered at the time, so it was it made them usable. Yeah, right. So a lot of a lot of people had them when they would find them. They would be like, "Oh, I, I guess I guess I can use that." Um. So then, eventually, Bethesda was like, "Oh, we didn't intend for that to happen, so we're going to go into the the like loot algorithm." And make it so that that won't apply to uh, energy weapons. And they did it for other stuff. Yeah. So, if you had already had it, you still had it. But you couldn't get it anymore. And this was a long time ago, like 2019. Okay. That they had made this change. Uh, so, they've known that this was an issue since 2019. So, you could have them... If you had gotten it before they made this change, but you couldn't get them anymore. So they became like a rare item. 
Okay. Right? Because yeah. it's a community. There's tons of people that play the game. And, you know, you can, like, trade stuff. You, can, you There's actually, like, a way to sell stuff. Like, you have your own camp. And you can yeah. set up, like, a, a vending machine, basically. Mm-hmm. And people will come to your vending machine and buy shit from you. Oh, that's mm. crazy. Um, so... There was like some trading and selling of of this item, you know, and there was also ways to glitch the game to where it you can duplicate it. So then right. there were like duplicated versions of this weapon going around, right? Yeah. But it still was in the game. It just you couldn't get new ones. So you fast forward to now, in the meantime, there was so you know, since you couldn't get this anymore, energy weapons were not great they nobody used them because they weren't good so they buffed them in a patch they made them better which when they made them better it applied to the ones that already existed that were already good so then those were great Uh... so then all of a sudden there's this rare old weapon that nobody can get from just playing the game that is better than every other weapon that's okay. not a good... That's not balanced. Yeah. No, not <laughs> so at all. Then, so then there's people that, you know, OGs that played it and got it yeah. that have them. And then there's the people that traded with them to get them, get dupes or get their originals. And then a uh, actual real money economy built uh, outside the game where pe- okay. basically people would be like... Hey, uh, I have to look and see what the, uh, the, uh, website was. I think it was like game flip or something. Um, but I've seen it, I've seen it on eBay for other games. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, Hey, you pay for this, send me a message with your gamer tag or whatever. We'll get in a game together. I'll drop it. You pick it up. It's yours. Okay. People paying real money for this. That's fucking wild. For in-game yeah. items. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, it's wild, but like we also do it. We pay the publishers for DLCs yeah. that are just skins and shit. Yeah, so it, it's like, kind of been a thing for a long time anyway. Yeah, right. It's kind of been a thing, but now you're paying like other players. Yeah. Um. So... There's this secondary market for items in general, one of the popular items being these legacy weapons, which is what they're called. They're called legacy weapons. These legacy weapons that had things that you can't get anymore. Yeah. Okay. So you move on. There's these weapons that are ridiculously OP. Like, you can go into these big events where there's these huge monsters you're supposed to take forever to fight, and they can just melt them. Mm-hmm. Okay, with these with these items, especially if they build toward they make their class work specifically for that weapon. Yeah. Um so this recent patch basically removed the extra uh effect from all legacy weapons. Okay. So like if you had a laser gun that had exploding bullets it doesn't have that anymore so at they, all at all oh so they basically like nerfed all this stuff that people 
possibly spent real money on that people were like have like been using for so like i said they found they figured this out in 2019 it's 2023 now yeah they've been using it for three years Ooh. you know they've been playing this game yeah. this way for three years mm -hmm. and it's been in this state for like at least two years i don't know when the patch that buffed uh energy weapons and made them ridiculous um but uh so they basically like nerfed all this stuff okay um they also went through and like i guess some pc players were like cheating and like actually modding in weapons that were bullshit mm -hmm. and they were playing with those and they got rid of those as well somehow um but but what makes this news is that is the they they basically like screwed over a, a large portion of their player base which they were playing with stuff that wasn't supposed to be in the game and to begin with so there's like these arguments to be made whether it was like okay that they did this or yeah. whether they should like you know put it back or whatever you yeah, know right um but the the thing is is like a large portion of these people that uh, were doing this or people that agree with them are now uh, organizing and basically uh, attacking servers. Like cyber hacking? Uh, like uh, purposefully doing things that they know will bog down the servers in large numbers. Oh, that's much better than what I thought was happening. Yeah, actually, uh, they're, they're they're like DDoSing it basically, but the yeah. the way they're doing it, uh, a lot of time, I mean, there might be some that are doing it through hacking, uh -huh. but um, I guess there are people that are going around with uh, Fat Man's, which is a uh, mini nuke launcher. Yeah, uh, and there's just like as many of these guys as they can get on a server. Mm-hmm. And they're running around and just shooting off as many mini nukes as they can. And it takes up a lot of processing power. So then it just yep. shuts the fucking server off and everyone gets disconnected. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So like there's just like and there's there's other ways that they're doing it. So there's just a bunch of people that are just like purposefully crashing servers in this game because the the publisher went and or the developer went and made a change to a weapon yeah um and basically fixed a problem but it was something that had been going on for years that they had mm -hmm. previously ignored and it, like the whole thing is wild yeah. Right. Because like on it, every level. Yeah. It's like a thing that they knew and they ignored it. And they ignored it for several years, and then it became like a, uh, like a almost like a, a super rare object in the game that people were paying real money for. Yeah. And then like without warning, they were just like, "Hey, we just made that not overpowered anymore. Yeah. We just took it away." And like, there are people that are like quitting playing the game. There's people that are. You know, like I said, like trying to sabotage the game. Yeah. Uh, uh. 
It's 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 wild. Um, the patch also broke a bunch of stuff, a bunch of other stuff that had nothing to do with what they were trying to do, which is crazy to me. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, Bethesda just like it makes me worried about Starfield, which isn't what we're talking about. But like Bethesda is just like sometimes they're shit at their jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The video that I watched, I watched before. Uh, the person that I talked to about this was actually our social media manager, Rachel. Oh, she yeah. plays she plays Fallout seventy six, mm-hmm. and uh, I had watched a video like the day before she asked if we had heard about it. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of. So I watched this video. Um, one of the guys that I watched talking about Starfield and stuff. Uh, yeah. He talks about Fallout seventy six too, and. Um, he went through this whole thing where he was like, I was using one of the least overpowered weapons, but it was still overpowered. But, you know, it just made me competitive with the people that were using the super OP stuff. Yeah. So that I could like, because also like when you're playing, if you're in like a raid and you, there's a boss and if you don't get a hit on it, you don't get experience. So like if somebody walks in in front of you and one hits it, and you never got a shot off, you don't get anything. Whoa, okay. So, like, that becomes problematic, too. Yeah. Like, it causes a lot of problems for people that don't have that stuff. Yeah. It's one of the reasons that it needed to be taken out, like, you know, three years ago. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it. But uh, this guy was like, yeah, so, like, I was using this one, but it was fine. I had some other stuff that I was thinking about using that wasn't that. So when once the patch went live, I I tried to use this gun, and he was like, "It has it's supposed to have a 500 round magazine." So I loaded a magazine, and it says 500 rounds, but then it it reloads every time I shoot 17 rounds, and it's just oh, like, weird. "What the fuck? That's super random. A random number. Why is it doing that? Why is the UI wrong? Why like yeah what what?" And then uh, he was like, so then I went into a private match and it was still doing it. So then I tried a different gun and that one was supposed to have like a much smaller magazine, but it was reloading after every shot. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. And he was like, I don't know why. So then I went into a public match and it worked. And I went back into a private match and it didn't work. So that one does the same thing, but it only does it in private worlds. It was like, what the fuck? And they also broke the power armor. There's something that's supposed, there's like attachments that are supposed to like reduce your carry or reduce the weight of stuff so you can carry more shit because yeah. there's encumbrance in Fallout. All right. And they broke all of those. Oh, no. <laughs> so like everyone that was wearing power armor before the patch, they come into the game and they're suddenly encumbered and oh. they have to get rid of shit. So if you weren't at your camp, yeah, that fucking you, sucks. You have to like either slow walk all the way back to your camp. Oh no! Or just drop shit. Oh shit! Yeah, just drop shit in the middle of the map somewhere and get back home and put your stuff away. And it's just like uh, this whole, the whole thing just had like these little extra pieces of dog shit like sprinkled on top. Yeah, it was just like this crazy weird layer cake of what the fuck and then it's just like oh and the stuff that you might try to use 
to replace those things doesn't work either. <laughs> and you're stuck in the middle of a swamp, nowhere near your home, and you're going to have to throw everything you own down. Like, it's like, fuck you for playing our game. We've got your money. Go home. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Sounds like they fucked it all up. Yeah. And I think they've fixed a couple of those things since then because it's been a couple weeks, but like... yeah. I'm pretty sure people are still pissed off about the legacy weapons and they're probably still trying to trash the servers. Yeah. But like I it's just the whole thing is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. It's crazy to me that like the idea like not necessarily this situation. This situation is wild, but like the idea of paying money for an item in a video game and then it getting nerfed to where it's almost unusable is just fucking crazy to me. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. That's yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the gaming news that I have. I never got to play that game because my internet's bad. <laughs> yeah, dude, you need you need a Damn good it, machine Dave. and you need good fucking internet to play that stuff. I have a decent machine for stuff, but not good internet. Yeah. You were gonna like go just like pirate patch a line in and just run it out to your house across the road and shit. Yeah, I mean, no, I would never do that. <laughs> oh fuck. We're still recording. There's a recording. I would that never son do that. Of a bitch. That's a not recommend right there. Yeah, I'm a law-abiding <laughs> citizen. Uh-huh. Oh. Speaking of being a law-abiding citizen. Uh this is this is random and we don't ever talk about this stuff on the show, but if you own firearms and you have a uh, stabilizing brace on one of your uh, pistols. Don't admit to anyone that you ever had that on there and maybe take it off because as of yesterday, uh, January 31st, uh, it is now considered an SBR according to the ATF. It has been published in the Federal Register and... Uh, if you don't register it as a SBR with the ATF in the next 120 days, you will be a felon. And to, uh, if you get caught with it, it's up to 10 years in prison and up to a $250,000 fine. Damn. So what was previously legal two days ago is now a 10-year felony and up to a $250,000 fine because of a ruling by a non-congressional branch of nothing. <laughs> Moving on. We interrupted the show for this hey, PSA. Man, that's that's important. Like if people <laughs> no, it don't, is. and that's it the is. that's the fucked up part about it is that like people won't know. And if it doesn't, if there's no injunction or if it doesn't get struck down or anything, if like yeah. none of the lawsuits that every single gun rights uh, association has filed in the last two days uh, stops this from happening, then there will literally be people that, like, were law-abiding citizens three months before, four months before, yeah. go to a gun range, and somebody will tell on them 
mm-hmm. and that they will go to fucking prison. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because they didn't know. They didn't follow along with the ATF's arbitrary rulings. Yeah. And, like, they'll just go to prison. Yeah. And they'll be like, what the fuck? I thought yeah. it was okay. Yeah. When that's it was, fucked. when they bought it. Right. Yeah. Now it's not. And then now it's not okay. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of things you pay money for that get nerfed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guns in particular. Uh, fake guns and real guns. Yeah, fake guns and real guns. <laughs> Leave it to the system. Yeah. It's all fucking broken. And that's the PSA that we uh interrupt the show for. The system is broken. Yeah. Barry, put that on the screen. The system is broken. The system is broken. Uh, anyway. Yeah. What else we got? That was headlines. That was headlines. Uh, recommendations? Recommendations. I got a couple. Do it. What you got, Daddy? Uh, I don't know why I say that. Uh, I recommend if you guys still have Shutter from when we made you download it a few few months ago. I never not (laughs) had it, baby. You should watch Channel Zero. At least the first two seasons. I watched the first season. Did you watch the first season? Most of the first season. You watched Candle Cove? Yeah, most of it. I think it's pretty good. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, I I particularly care for Candle Cove and No End House, the first two seasons. Uh, I think... So, I watched them a long time ago when they came out. They were actually sci-fi originals. Um, I think it came out like 2015, something like that. Uh, but, uh... I remember the third season being good too, but I haven't rewatched it recently. I actually rewatched Candle Cove and No End House in the last week and a half. Um, watched a lot of TV. Um, TV's good, but they're both really good. You guys should watch them if you're into horror stuff or if you're into creepypasta. So, Channel Zero is kind of like uh, uh, American Horror Story, where each season is a different story. Um, and they are based on creepypastas, which if you don't know what a creepypasta is, a creepypasta is like, uh, a, uh, urban legend, but it's, it's source is from the internet. Uh, sometimes they're multi-sourced like, uh, Slender Man, where people have added to it as it's gone along. Uh, Candle Cove, um is very small it's the the original version of it is basically just a a, like a msn or aim conversation between several people um no end house was like a random uh forum post i don't think it i think it was before reddit but it was you know something like that where it was just a post where somebody was talking about uh a pop-up uh haunted house um uh the third season which i can never remember what the fuck the name of it is um butcher block butcher block butcher block is i think it's a mix of a couple different ones uh but the main one being uh i want to say it's forest rescue stories it's it's basically just a bunch of uh the the original is is like people talking about like finding weird shit in the woods uh particularly centering on finding stairways to nowhere in the woods and to not fucking go up them <laughs> so but it's it's the uh i think they're like six or eight episodes uh yeah. each season 
about about an hour an episode. They're pretty good. Um, I enjoyed the first season. I want yeah. to continue with the other. Yeah, the first season's really good. The second season, I I remembered liking the second season better than the first season, but I think I don't. I didn't watch them like can uh, consecutively like I did this time. Uh, I think I like Candle Cove a little bit better than No End House, but No End House is still really good, and it's real weird. Uh, they're both real weird, but like season, in a good way. Season one has Mark Brandana quits. It does have Mark Brandana quits from yeah. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 a couple of recognizable actors in both seasons. I think. Really? Yeah. Uh. I think uh, one of the guys in the second season is in one of the seasons uh, is in the second season of Slasher, actually. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think Channel Zero is really good. You guys should at least give the first first season a check out, um, especially if you're into that kind of stuff. I'm definitely into that stuff, but we know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, the other one that I had was. Uh, Invincible. If you didn't catch that when it came out on Amazon Prime, I've heard great things, but I've never watched it. Uh, I watched like a an episode or two with Russell when it came out. Uh, I watched all of it, pretty much all of it last night. Damn, I watched like <laughs> I think I watched like one or two episodes the night before. And then I watched the rest of it last night. That's real good. Before the second to last episode, I was like, ah, do I have time for another episode? And I was like, fuck, I need to watch the I next episode. To. So I've I watched the next episode, and then the the second to last episode ends on like a cliffhanger. Oh, and I was shit. just like, oh, fuck, it's going down. I have to watch <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> fuck, I need to go to bed. The show's real good. Animated. Like, but it's it's pretty fucking serious. Uh, yeah, it is gory as fuck. Like, there's some fucked up shit that happens in that show. Yep. Uh, there's like uh some parts that might make you emotional. Uh, it is very good. Yep. Um, and I I know they're making a season two. I hope they continue. Uh, if I, I don't think they're going to get to like the completely crazy shit that happens in this, in that universe, because it's not like Marvel or DC. Um, but I mean, it, it's already crazy, but like there's crazier shit. It gets way off the rails. Uh, and in like the coolest sounding ways, I ha I haven't read all of it. I I've read like the wiki of the whole universe, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, but hopefully, they get far enough to like get into some of that shit. But we'll see. Um, but it, it it's really good as far as it's gotten. So, and it, it, it like it pretty much tells like a kind of encapsulated tale in the in the first season. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely more gonna happen oh, afterwards, yeah. but like some good setup. Yeah, it tells like a fairly decently encapsulated story. Yeah. So 
More things I have to check out. Oh, dude, you you need to you will love that. That's what I've heard. Like I've seen some stuff. I'm like, okay, I, this is I mean, gonna be into. So I I watched the couple episodes with Russell, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. So then like I read the wiki, and I was like, this is fucking nuts. And then <laughs> I just never got onto Amazon Prime, and uh, it's become like a really popular set, uh, like thing to use for memes. There are so many memes based yeah. on this animation. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's. I was just like, God, I need to watch. Like that looks awesome. I I need to watch it. I need to, I need to watch it. And I finally got Amazon Prime for myself. So like, I I started watching some shit on there, and I was like, Oh yeah, Invincible. I should watch that. And I started, and then I didn't stop until it was over. Until it was done. <laughs> yeah, it's real fucking good. Yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, those are my recommendations. What do you guys got? Russell? You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, bud. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll start off with a cartoon as well. Okay. Uh, more like cartoons. an anime. I don't even think I've recommended one of those on here. Um, so First I would like time. to recommend... Oh my god, we're going to get Bill fucking emailing us we're like you guys still have a watch the stuff that i told you to watch oh shit i didn't i'm sorry bill i watched part of that one it was good what did you watch? i do recommend this anime but maybe not for bill uh <laughs> so it's called uh it's called record of ragnarok it's on netflix um season two just came out I'd watched season one. Um, It's not like one of the best shows I've ever seen by any means, but it's a very interesting, like it's a fun premise and I like it. Uh, Basically what it is, is uh, so all the gods have from mythology have like gathered for Ragnarok. And what Ragnarok is, is uh, in this story is they determine whether or not the human race should continue existing. And in order to do that, they pull heroes from the past of the human race uh, out of time to fight the gods. Okay. Um, mm. So, like, one one team, like, it's basically like the gods are kind of on either side. So, some of the gods are like, yeah, none of humanity should exist. And then the, some of the other gods are like, well, no, we should still keep humanity. Yeah. And so then they, like, choose warriors and it, put them in an arena. And, like, the arenas are like... Uh, like Pokemon stadiums, yeah, because they have like interactive and like they're they're based on either what either the god or the human that's fighting the god, um, mm-hmm. and so like that's pretty cool. Computer went to sleep. Yeah, we're but running anyway. long already. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so the human, uh, the humans and the gods fight, but they uh, the humans get like this. Uh, they call it a uh, Volta. <laughs> Valderine or something like that and basically like they get a a godlike weapon so Mm. they're not like at a disadvantage Mm. and then like the gods like aren't immortal in the fight and stuff so it's they kind of balance the field um and so my favorite part of it is like I try not to read ahead so I don't know who the warriors are Mm. and so I don't want to spoil any of the warriors. So then they like go through these huge announcements. And so I would compare the show. So like I'm, I'm, uh, 
like 13, 12 or 13 episodes in because there's two seasons and I watched season one and I'm like halfway through the second season. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I think they're like eight episodes a season. Um, so I'm like 13 episodes in and I've only seen four fights. Uh, <laughs> so, Whoa, okay. So, so what I would say is if you enjoy the longer battles of Dragon Ball Z, ah! uh, with a caveat, week. most of the reason the battles are so long is because they give you these backstories. Yeah. Like, so it's not the traditional mythology that we know. Like, right. Hercules' backstory is, well, I just spoiled one of the fighters, I guess, but, um, well, Her- like Hercules' now. backstory is totally different than his, like, his mythological yeah, backstory. Sure. Um, he did and murder then... his wife. Just move on. Anyway. So, so like, the when they're in the middle of the fight, they, like, cut in and out of... And, I mean, they do it through flashbacks, which is, like, kind of annoying, because I'd rather see the fight or, like, see all the build-up. But the, the, the premise is interesting enough that it's kept me engaged. Um... So, like, I would recommend it under the guys. Yeah, with the caveats. Yeah. You know, like, it's a little Dragon Ball Z in the way it draws out the fights. Sure. But it's also not just someone powering up for three episodes. Ugh. So, and it's not like, like, I, I watch it with subtitles, so I get, like, the, like, original American subtitled dialogue, which is different than the voice acted dialogue, because it's a Netflix original, and all the Netflix animes are like that. Um, so I get, like, both sets of dialogue, which is weird, but it's alright. Like, I enjoy it. Um, it's been a fun little thing. I sit down and eat lunch and, like, watch an episode. Yeah. And then, last night, I went and watched a movie in theaters. For the first time in a while. Yeah. Uh, but a friend of mine had a birthday, so we went and seen a movie. Um, and we we're going to watch Megan, and then we looked up a trailer for Infinity Pool, which stars Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, and is directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who is David Cronenberg's son. Okay. So I was like, yeah, let's watch that. You had me at Cronenberg. Dave... You should definitely watch this movie. I should watch this movie? Yeah, you should watch this movie. Okay. I very specifically want to recommend this movie to you. Oh, buddy. <laughs> you know what? For that, I'll watch it probably. Because it seems probably. like a weird-ass fucking movie that you would like. I love weird-ass movies. It It is very weird. Um, It's not... I didn't think it was bad, but it, it's very weird. And like a lot of the framing for the sh- the scenes is awkward. And not in, like, a Dutch angle kind of way. Like, just awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, artistically awkward. But not necessarily bad. Like, it, like, pull me out of it. But I was kind of like, this is a very interesting shot. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. So, it gives you, like, these easy, uneasy feelings. Like, from the, as soon as the movie starts, <clears throat> it's basically, like... The first, like, uh, five minutes of the movie is shot with drones. Like, you can tell it's shot with a drone because of what it's doing. Yeah. So, like, the whole frame is, like, flipping and twisting. Oh, yeah, there's an epileptic warning at the beginning of the movie. So, if you are epileptic, do not pay money to go see the movie in theaters. Uh, 
Good to know. Yeah, and so the beginning, like the first like five minutes, is just like a weird swivel shot across the island that they're on. But so it's basically about this couple uh, that go to an island and they're on vacation and they're not allowed to leave the resort path. And then they end up leaving the resort path. Of course. And I can't say anything else without spoiling anything of the movie. <laughs> Because the movie was so fucking wild. I mean, I think that sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah, but it is not just... It's not just any horror movie. It, I, it, like, it's I a promise. Cronenberg horror movie. It is... It, it is, it is it's different. It's wild. Okay. It's not, How many... It doesn't feel like a strange, weird gimmick thing. Even okay. though it has a strange, weird gimmick. It doesn't feel like the whole movie is that. Like, How... the movie is very character-driven. Hmm. How many chest vaginas does it have? Two. That was specific. <laughs> that was very he remembers. <laughs> when you watch it, you'll realize what I'm referring to as a chest vagina. Okay. Now you're interested. You guys watch Videodrome, yeah. right? I don't. Uh, not in a long time. Yeah. Videodrome has uh, what's his name? Um, James Woods. James with Woods. The yeah. Chest vagina. Um. So yeah, it's in theaters right now. Um, it, I, I didn't hate that I paid like eight bucks to watch it in the movie theater. Also went to like the shittiest movie theater <laughs> on accident because I didn't used to be. Yeah, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I sent Shane, dude. I walked in and I sent Shane a picture of the seats. Because we got there, and I was like, I don't even know that I want to fucking sit down in here. Holy shit. Maybe I know what you're talking about, I think. The one furthest away from where we're at right now. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it used to be the nicest. At the bottom of a hill. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. now it's like the shittiest. Yeah, It's shittier than the one that's closed. Agreed. Yeah, I I don't know why that one's closed. That's the one I saw Ultraman at. And because we we just said shitty seats, I'm like, yep, now I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, I didn't hate that I paid money to go see it in theaters. So, like, if you're someone who's picky about spending money in theaters to watch something, maybe wait till it comes out. It'll probably end up on streaming somewhere. So, okay. I imagine Shudder. I'll have to watch that. I'll see if I can. I don't know if I can get anyone to go with with me to see something like that. (laughs) I won't watch it again, probably. Okay. It's, I feel like it's a one and done thing. It doesn't have like like it has some interesting parts. There's some interesting depth to it, but I don't feel like I would get anything out of watching it again. Shane, you want to go see it? I mean, I don't want to go to a theater to see it. Fair. <laughs> I'll wait then. <laughs> I'll sit on my couch or the upstairs couch to watch it. I would watch it again from the couch from the couch. Yeah. Mm, ooh, we have a couch night, boys. Yeah, we'll make popcorn and shit. <gasps> I love popcorn and shit. Whoa. Hey, you got some what recommendations? You got? I got some recommendations. Oh, uh, so first off, I watched a movie. It's I don't know. I think it came out like 2020. I think. It's yeah, 2020, 2021. Uh, I watched Nobody. Yeah. Good job, Dave. For the first time. That's really good. Yeah, it's a good, good movie. movie. If you guys don't know, it's Bob Odenkirk. Um, he's like a family man. Yeah. Uh, I like at the beginning of the movie because it's like it shows like you know Monday through Friday of him doing the same shit, like being a working stiff. Yeah. 
and then some shit goes down, and you find out that he's more than just a uh, family man. Family man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. It's what I needed. I had kind of a rough, like rough night, and it was like I watched it on like a Sunday morning, and I'm like, I need something, and it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. A uh, ton of fun. Some cool fight scenes. The fight scene where he's on the bus is awesome. Yep. Um, so was, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to watch it after this. It's so good. And then at the end, where fucking, where there's Christopher Lloyd and the RZA yeah. fighting <laughs> with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, I was like, this movie's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd in his like chair, like asleep, and some big other, those dudes come up to like assassinate him. He has a fucking double barreled shotgun. Just, yeah, just fucking capsing. Yeah, so highly recommend it. It's kind of like John Wick with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot more graphic than I thought. Like I, I like it's just, there's some pretty graphic scenes in there. Yeah, yeah. So highly recommend that. It's on HBO Max. That's where I watched it. Um, I love that bad action shit. Or awesome action shit. I love yeah. it too, man. I love it. Also, I have another recommendation. It's a video game. Ooh, video Also games. from a few years ago. Uh, so I picked it up on Steam. It was on sale. Uh, it was called... It's called Path, uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Mmm. Yeah. So it's a role-playing game. I almost game. played that. Uh, it's a role-playing game that uh, uses uh, the Pathfinder first edition rules. Yeah. Rules. Uh, when I first bought it, I started playing it, and it's uh, it starts off like its default is like that re- weird real-time. Yeah. Where it, like, like action you, RPG kind of. Yeah, but, like, sort of. It's weird. And yeah. I like the old Baldur's Gate did stuff like that too, but with Thacko. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get into that, and I couldn't figure this out. I'm like, fuck, did I pay this much? And I'm not gonna be able to play this. And I sat down, and like, even made a new character because I made like a, a spellcaster, and it was like way too complicated. Oh yeah. So, like I'll start with something easier. And then I I didn't read right away because it gives you the rules, and it was like there's a turn based mode. I'm like, oh shit. So put on turn-based mode, fell in love with the game. Yeah. It's super cool. Uh, you start with, like, you make your hero, and it's kind of like your cliche, like, you know, D&D or role-playing thing where you're called to do this, um, like, called for heroes to do this job for a lord. Yeah. To get to go investigate this area. Mm-hmm. And stop this thing called this guy called the Stag Lord, which is like a bandit king, basically. Um, and so it's your character. I picked a dwarf uh, tower shield fighter. Okay, he's got a big old shield. And you start with them and a uh, halfling bard. Mm. And the bard, it's really cool. Is whenever there's like, um, we have, we have to make like dialogue decisions basically because there's like parts in the game where like your decisions affect the game yeah yeah it's written because the bard is reading or is writing a book about your adventures so those section it plays out like a book yeah and it's like a choose your own adventure you choose your dialogue or what you do and that yeah and then it switches to like the real-time stuff where 
Like you're making your characters are making like dex checks if you have to go over like a gap, or if like one one of your party members has a high enough uh, perception or like stealth, it'll automatically alert you when there's a trap or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's really cool. It's very, very. Um, like role playing, like very much like playing Pathfinder. Actually playing, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Super yeah. fun. I haven't played a that's ton cool. of it yet. Uh, there's a couple of fights I've walked into. I'm like, oh, I could get this, and then I lose real quick. I'm like, oh shit. Well, maybe not. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you only start with, uh, I think you could have up to five, five or six in your party, mm. and you only get three to start with, mm. or okay. four. You get four. Uh, you get like your character. There's a bard, uh, a barbarian, and a cleric. Okay, but you could also like potentially not have the cleric because like the tutorial is basically like, you're in this castle where this like lord invited you, and the next day you're supposed to set off for your adventure. But that night he gets attacked by assassins, so the tutorial is like you fighting through all the assassins and stuff. Yeah, and the cleric is lying wounded. So you can like save him, or you could fail a check and kill him. Like, yeah, that's so, cool. So it's like very open ended. Yeah, that's cool. And like when you're going to different town, like for when you're traveling different parts of the map, it's like a different mechanic where you just like it's a little icon, and yeah. you can pick which direction on the map, and you have random encounters. You could rest on the road. And you could appoint different uh, characters for different parts of the rest. Like, oh, one's yeah, like standing like... guard, one's the cook, one's like hiding your camp so you're not attacked at night. That's cool. Another one's like hunting. It's it's really, that really sounds cool. sounds dope. Yeah. So if you're fans of role-playing games, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's super cool. I think you said it was on Game Pass now? I think it's on... I think it might be on Game Pass. Because there's two now. There's... Uh, Kingmaker, and then I the, the second one's called Path of the Righteous, I think. They came mm. out like this year, I think, or last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, but super cool. I plan on playing a whole bunch of it. But that's all I had. Hold. Hold, please. Hold. I don't think it's on Game Pass, but I think it was on like a crazy ass sale maybe last week. I think I bought it for like ten or fifteen bucks last week on Steam. Yeah, it's forty bucks. Does not have a option to play on Game Pass. But anyway. It's worth it. Anyway. Sounds like it. Yeah. That's Sounds all fun. I, yeah. We I'm gonna play more and let you know. Sick. That's all the recommendations I had. I think that's all the recommendations. Is that all? It of them? is. But you know what that means, don't you, Dave? Oh, I think I do know what that oh, means. Yeah. It's time for Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Oh. Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Yeah. What you? What do you no. think it's going to be? No. no. All right. Fine. No. Uh. So big I. <laughs> I listen to the show because I'm a good. Co-host boy. Oh, yeah. Or host boy. Uh, so this quiz is inspired by Barry's quiz. Mm. Oh, my God. Barry did a show quiz. Yeah. This quiz 
is a quiz from the show you guys did last week. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> so you guys ready? <laughs> uh, Fuck you and Barry. <laughs> Love you, Barry. We got him. Uh, uh, this is 10 questions. Not multiple choice. Deal with it, Shane. Uh, I don't know. That was way more aggressive than it should have been. Uh, but I'll need buzzers. Uh, Fuck Dave. Whoa. Hold on. Let me tweak yours. Yours wasn't on. All right. Now try it. Dave's the greatest person in the world. There we what go. What the fuck, Dave? What? Well, I, I just turned it on from my control desk. <sighs> you want to try it again? No. All right, I reset fine. it. I'll keep that one. All right. Shane, what's yours? That was aggressive. <laughs> I like Shane's the best. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Sure. Question number one. Who is Russell waiting for at the start of the show? Come on, you guys talked about it last week. That was aggressive. Shane! Uh, Guffman. Incorrect. (laughs) Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell! Myself? No. Because I have to come sit down? Incorrect. Oh, I don't know. You're waiting for Pedro Pascal. I was waiting for him? Yeah, you're waiting for him to come over. Because oh. of the end of the world. Oh. <laughs> you both got it wrong. All right, question number two. Yeah. I really don't remember shit after we're done. <laughs> oh. That's why I did this quiz. I thought I did, but I didn't remember that. Keep on your toes. All right. Number two. Did Barry. Have a bill for Dave. That was aggressive. Shane! No, he did not. He did not. Thank God. I didn't. One point for Shane. Pick it up, I Russell. I fucking squirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Question number three. How much did dangerous men make in the theater? That was aggressive. Shane. $37. Incorrect. Uh, Oh, shit. Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell. $37,000. Incorrect. It was $70. I was was thinking $74 after I said $37. I was like, $74? $70 to make in four days. Uh, uh, that's where the four came from. <laughs> uh, Shane's winning. I'm uh, aware. Number four. How many times was the word whale said? <laughs> Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell. Seven times. Incorrect. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. That, was that wasn't my buzzer. That was me. <laughs> that was aggressive. Shane. Three. Incorrect. The answer is at least ten. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. God damn it. You guys don't even know your own show, man. <laughs> Come on. 
Number five. Who is Brendan Urie? Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell. Or is it Brandon? Did you say Brendan? Brandon is what I meant to say. Brandon is not his name. Brendan. There you go. Brendan. Is the lead singer of Panic at the Disco. Correct. And songwriter of Panic at the Disco. Correct. I put Panic Disco guy, so that works. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was a trick question. <laughs> I did too. That's why I was like, "What? Did, wait, did you say Brandon or did you, you say ask, Brendan? You can't ask questions after you buzz in. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Shane, it's tied now. Yeah, I know. Number six. Does Shane like the Moon Knight show? That's impressive. Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Please let me answer, Dave. Please let me answer. <laughs> I wish I could, buddy. That's his favorite show in the whole wide world. Correct. <laughs> Shane. No. <laughs> correct. Shane. Actually correct. Yeah. I I actually I actually um actually almost had a fucking meltdown at work. <laughs> About hate, how much I hate the Moon Knight show. Because I was just like randomly scrolling through Reddit and like saw this post that was like, I just don't understand, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand how people liked it. That's bad. I was real mad. But you were correct. Thanks. You getting that question correct. <sighs> Number seven. How much karma does Russell have on Reddit? That was aggressive. Shane! I don't know, like 20? Incorrect. I don't fucking remember what I said. <laughs> uh, Dave is the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell! I don't know, like 37? Oh, the correct answer was 39, maybe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We both, both, that we both remembered that it was not for sure. <laughs> I just thought maybe it was the same number as the same amount of dicks that she sucked. This is better be including me. <laughs> number eight. That's a clerk's joke. It was a clerk's joke. Yeah. Don't suck any dicks on your way across the parking lot. <laughs> hey, you get back here. <laughs> number eight. Number eight. What was Shane's buzzer? Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I programmed them every week. <laughs> I'm just going to let Russell get it wrong. <laughs> I don't no remember. One? No one? No one? Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell! Uh, hoo Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Al Pacino was not last week. Hoo-ah! Well, I was trying to do the Nicolas Cage hoo Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Give up? Yeah. It was beep-boop. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was beep-boop. <laughs> beep-boop. Uh, you guys are tied still, right? No. No? It's 2-1. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 2-1 to Russell. I'm winning. Oh, yeah, Shane's winning. Never mind. What was the the other question I got right? (laughs) All right, number nine. You're not going to get this one either. Oh, fuck. 
What was the answer to question four of Hanging Big Brain with Dave? Fuck you! <laughs> like, today, question four? Nope. Last week, question that four. Was, that was aggressive. The name, of the, the name of the game was Quizzing with Barry. Okay, well, let's answer the question. No, you got the name wrong. Oh, I did. So it's so it's invalid. Yeah, it's an invalid question. Invalid question. So now you got to come up with one on the spot. All right. What was the answer to question four of <laughs> Barry's quiz? <laughs> I've been duped. <laughs> he fucking got you. <laughs> You guys give up. That was aggressive. You already answered. That's, That's a different question. <laughs> Fair. Shane. 42. Incorrect. Dave's the greatest person in the whole wide world. Russell. Plushy D20. Incorrect. Fuck. That's the only question I could remember. From that, was like, that was number 10, I think. It was trains, pets, and Sharkula, the dying light of massive talent. Fuck off, man. There's no way in hell we were going to get that. I hope you're I hope you and Barry are happy with yourselves. We you guys are. have successfully ruined the game. Barry? And oh, he just lost it. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. Number that 10. That was my revenge. Oh, we still have another one? Yeah, yeah. that was nine. Oh. That was number 9. So we're still at 2-1. Yep. Number 10. I'm going to tie it up. Who loves all of you? Dave's the best person in the whole world. Yep. Russell. Dave. Fuck yeah, it's Dave correct. We tied. You're tied. Two out of ten. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, that means between the two of us, we got four out of ten questions right. Dude, we still failed. Yeah, now you know how I feel every fucking week. <laughs> so you guys learned a little something now. I mean, it's not news to me that I'm a failure. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but I you guys how tied? I felt every fucking week. <laughs> now you know how I feel. <laughs> I don't have a tiebreaker. That's okay. So you both win. In no. my eyes. <laughs> yeah, we got two. <laughs> two. Yeah, to both of us, we both lost. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You both lost then. Thank you. T ties are losing. Getting two questions right is losing. I don't care if he still only got one right. Fuck. I'm really glad I made that question. I, was, I, I, I had shit. a dumb idea. I'm like, I'm doing this. That, thanks, that thanks, was Barry. good. Thanks, that Barry. Was good. That was a good follow-up. Oh, my God. Dave. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, though, because this is the end of Hanging Big Brain with Dave, mm -hmm. it's also the end of the show. Mm. I just realized how often you don't touch me. It's usually me touching you. Yeah. Because you touched me, and I was like, why is that so weird? Oh, it's usually me touching Dave. He does touch me a lot. I do. A lot when the, lot when the camera's off, too. Shh. I mean, what? That's going to come back in like 15 years. Yeah. And I'll deny it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Ben. Huh. The DKB Weekly. <laughs> I've been yep boy, yep boy, and with me as always is the Shane Dog, <laughs> aka Shane Nasty. Ew.
that's gross. Also with us is Russell, the love muscle. Oh, yeah. If you were listening earlier, you know why Dave calls me that. I'll deny it, though. (laughs) A.K.A. Producer Russell. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Tune in next week. uh, And check us out on social media. Please. Uh, Facebooks, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Just search Drafty Quarters Productions on all of those. And go over to our Patreon page and, you know, lend us a hand. A dollar. I don't lend us a dollar. Give us a dollar. We would love Uh, a dollar. Sign up on our Patreon under our general support tier. Uh, for $1 a month, you can help us work on getting new equipment and uh, paying our uh, contractor for our social media services. Uh, once again, thank you, Rachel. Um, yes, we thank love you. you. And, you know, you can just, I mean, really, honestly, like a dollar a month is not, it might not seem like a lot to you guys, but uh, it would help us out a lot. Um, so hook us up with that. Uh, we do have a Valentine's Day special episode coming out. Really? This fucking month. Yeah. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. So like this thing happened back in October. You like left the studio for 20 minutes and Davila showed up. That fucking guy? Yeah. What the fuck? And so then I was like kind of joking around about like him doing a show on the show. You. And then he like came back later. And was like, hey, were you being serious? And I kind of like felt bad because he's like seemed like he kind of maybe needed it. So, and then he has a friend named Dougula. I think he's a count. Yeah, Count Dougula. You've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Um, you gave those guys a show? Yeah, so they have a show on Patreon. It's on Patreon. Okay. Um, good. But you should support Patreon and watch that show, maybe. Yeah. But like, Dougula's a dick. Yeah. Well, like well, dick sorry. I mean, not only. <laughs> oh my god, there's gonna be a guest. <laughs> Dickula. <laughs> That's it's just Dave with a cape and a penis costume on. <laughs> Dickula. Uh, it doesn't uh, work in a, on an audio medium. <laughs> I will infiltrate that podcast. So it's gonna be take care of Dave. Davula, du- Count Dugula, and Dickula. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I got to come um, up with a voice ridiculous. Yeah, so uh, very special Valentine's Valentine's Day episode uh, movie review as uh, Dougula and Count or uh, Count Dougula and Davila review uh, the Notebook. Uh, it is called Love Eternal, and it will be out on February fourteenth for those of you on our one dollar tier. They're doing the Notebook. Yep. Yeah. The fuck? Jesus Christ. Who gave those guys microphones? Uh, we did. Know. Yep. I didn't. I was passed out in the bathroom. That's what happens when Davila comes around. Well, you shouldn't hang out with him. He's all right sometimes. I mean, you know, in, in small doses. We prefer you. Oh, guys. Yeah. That's all we have for the show. Yep. Right? Yep. That's yeah. it. So we will catch you on the flip side. And don't let your meatloaf. Bye. Subscribe to Patreon, please.
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.